listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Ruby McAllister, and Ruby talked about dating a French boy when she was 19 and some of their adventures. This week, I called Neva Neil Colhane in LA, and she told me about a kind of a little interesting place that she found to pee. Here's Neva Neil Colhane. This is, I really think I must have told you this, but it was this most recent night moon party. Night moon. Um, have I told you about the night you moon party? You have told me about it. It sounds cool. Yeah, it's like the only LA thing that I do that's like, seems like Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like this crazy party where every year there's a different theme and this year was something no I can't even remember it was I should have looked this up um but like one was like lunar moon and it was like lunar saloon or something one was like free the salmon and then you get to interpret it however you want to um and people dress up and they like stop the music at points throughout the night to give different speeches and they it's like a tiny little apartment with a loft that they every year have built a new level of a tree house onto um which one year like that's gonna come down that's actually kind of scary wait it's There's a no literal way. tree house yeah like they've built three a three-story tree house and they have like signs being like only eight people at a time and you have to stay seated (laughs) (laughs) but like that's that's gonna come down one of these years what are the Um, speeches like what what are the speeches like um like any anything you want oh they're very powerful did you give Uh, one no i've never i've always wanted to but then usually people like plan for it some like a lot of times there's props one time there was a puppet there's like a guy yelling and a puppet came from like over the wall to yell back at him um but i'm usually like too i would be too far gone to possibly give a speech uh plus i'm like very much a plus one at this like a plus three at this party i kind of know the guy who lives there but not well like at all I kind of know him from this party. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was under the influence of a lot of things. And it's a tiny apartment. There's one bathroom. And I was trying to be easy on the alcohol. Um, so I was drinking, I think a lot, of, I want to say a lot of light beer. Probably like, you know, eight beers. <laughs> like eight PBRs. <laughs> and Keep it light. <laughs> Yeah, the bathroom situation is rough. Like, you st- you better stand in line knowing it's going to be, like, 20 minutes. Ugh. And I don't – I have a pea-sized bladder, as you well know. Yeah, I don't have time I know it, for that. I know it very and well. I, I can't plan for that. So I was just finding uh, this little nook in the back of two apartments because it was kind of like bungalow apartments. There was a little courtyard in the middle. 
and I found a tree next to one, and that's where I was relieving myself for the majority of the night. Um, I'm sure like all the I'm sure the neighbors love that. I really yeah, and they probably like the stream was so loud too; they had to have like heard it like splashing. Mm-hmm. Being like, oh, who's running a hose? <laughs> um, and so anyway, things were great. Like my friends just knew that I that's where I would be or whatever, looking out for me. Um, and it was time to go. And I came home from a great night uh, to my lovely bed and was having, like, truly insane, like, visions and dreams, like, when I was trying to sleep. But I was, like, I was completely relaxed. Everything was fine. And I kept having dreams that I was still in my little nook next to the tree (laughs) going to the bathroom. And I was just like, this is so strange. Like, I would still, like, get up to go to the bathroom. I probably went, like, three times in the night. Um, But I was having, still having a great time. But I kept having these visions. And one of them was particularly realistic. And I was like, I could feel the tree. I was holding (laughs) on to it for balance. Um, And it was taking, like an extra long time and I I realized like my feet were starting to get wet and I was like wow this is I like need to wake up um and then I did wake up and I was squatting next to my bed pissing all over my rug (laughs) just completely like I had I had made the effort to get out of bed I had squatted down and I was holding on to my dresser just pissing all <laughs> over my rug. Okay, you have not told me the story. I really <laughs> thought that I had. This is the first time. Well, I've heard parts of it when you were actually at the party. I, I did not hear the grand finale. <laughs> <laughs> you, must have, you must have chose to edit that out. I Well, I think I was really embarrassed. Um, and now... You know, times have changed. I just don't care about anything anymore. (laughs) Um, And it is, like, fascinating, especially as someone who is, like, you know, I maybe wet the bed when I was, like, five years old, but, like, at a normal age. It never happened again, and that's, like, part of the reason I think I sleep so terribly is because I always worry I'll wet the bed. Well, it turns out I won't wet the bed. I still will get up and out of bed. I will just piss all over my floor. (laughs) That's, like... Were you with me when, no, that maybe that was, like, maybe it was before we were close friends, but in college, when I woke, I woke up and I was already puking after Danielle's 21st birthday. I was not with you, but I remember it so vividly that you puked into your hands. Yeah, I, I, when I came, I, like, when I, like, became conscious, I was already... I was already standing up at the edge of my bed, but I was already puking, and, yeah, I just had to catch it all in my hands, and it overflowed, because I had way more puke than I have uh, (laughs) hand space, (laughs) and then I had to throw it into my trash can next to my bed, and that didn't work either, obviously, and then I I had somebody sleeping on the couch... (laughs) Forrest stayed at our house for, like, a week, and so I had to walk past him into the kitchen, and I had to say... Forest, I puked in my hands. <laughs> he was I don't like asleep. That part. He was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> and then weeks later, and it was actually when I remember it at a 
at a manhole practice. Um, for the for the listeners, manhole is uh, our college sketch group that we where we met and fell in love. Um, and I was at one of those. Oh, I still wore scarves at the time, which is embarrassing. But I, I know our scarves so embarrassing, and uh, I have so many. At the time, they they really brought the outfit together. I hope they come back. Honestly, I even. <laughs> Even, well, it's one thing to wear them outside, but I would wear them as, like, my under, like... Yeah, you really would. They, they were a hallmark of your So Yeah, oh, my outfits. God. I was even thinking about, I was thinking about, like, the, like, lightweight ones. Yeah, I would wear, like, a full knit <laughs> scarf that's so fucked up. <laughs> oh. Anyways, but when we were at practice, I, like, looked down, and I was wearing one of my many scarves, and I, and I had puke on it. <laughs> and I mean, like weeks later yeah because it must have been on the ground when i did that and like i didn't I, a little a little splash got on it oh my god well that's very similar to this because i i then i didn't even finish i re- just realized i remember this now <laughs> i didn't i came to realized what i had done and then i was just like well i did it now so i'm gonna get back into bed and go to sleep so i did I did nothing about it in that moment, and then I woke up, put my feet over the side of the bed, because I also, I had gotten home, I don't know, at like 3 maybe, and I had to be at work at 8.45. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I uh, went to the side of my bed, stood up, and I was like, why is it soaking wet? <laughs> but the the silver lining was that because I had, the beer was so light that I was drinking, it, it really, there wasn't too much of a smell so it was pretty i'm sure if i can that see means it, it you're was, hydrated yeah crystal <laughs> you did clear. something right so i scrubbed the shit out of it and then i just turned my carpet so it's a different corner it's like the least <laughs> it's the least utilized corner and the worst part is i mean well now i've told the world a story um all of your <laughs> all of your listeners <laughs> um so everyone knows because everyone listens this is um, a very popular podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why uh, I spend the, so many hours of my of my week producing it, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the few people that I had prior to this told this story, like, who've been in my room. Because, yeah, you, I suppose you probably have since this happened. Yeah, it's probably walking around in your crusty pit. <laughs> and I have another, I have to, like, explain to people because I, one time I got really stoned and was, like, I don't know, trying to do something with the smell or something, so I had a candle on my carpet and stepped in it and <laughs> knocked the wax everywhere and I didn't clean up the wax. So there's, like, a very grimy, like, crusty, white, kind of, like, cummy-looking square that I have to be like, no, that's not where I pissed. Like, that's candle wax. <laughs> you can't see the the piss stain. Is what when when you pee somewhere that's not a toilet, it's kind of shocking, like how much pee we pee. Yeah, and that's the thing that's actually like I usually don't because my bladder is I have to go that much because my bladder is small, so it can't yeah. hold that much. But of course, this time is the time that it's like <laughs> I just I just can't believe that I got out of bed. Like I made that effort. I was, I was more than halfway there. That's the hardest part. You, the hardest part is getting out of bed. I was, you, I would describe you as having a weak bladder, but a but a mighty bowel. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're both very weak. 
<laughs> no, I think your bowel is very powerful. <laughs> um, and I think the reason that I even thought of the story, because it's, it's a type of thing that I would black out. Um, I have been very good about practicing social distancing and I live alone and haven't seen anyone. I went and surprised a friend on her birthday, uh, one day and stayed six feet apart outside her apartment, but I have not seen a single friend. Um, and I realized it was terrible for my mental health. So I did go to a friend who has a giant backyard and we sat six feet apart, but I obviously had to pee if yeah. I'm anywhere for more than half an hour. So I just peed all over her yard <laughs> in different areas. And I kept being like, yeah, this is like, a, like I had to keep worrying about getting it all over myself because there was so much more than I ever believed my bladder could hold. Also, not being able to wipe for me, because I like peeing outside. Yeah, it's my favorite Because it's exciting, but I, the thing for me is, like, I have a really dense bush, and so... Isn't that good, though? Doesn't no. it soak it up like it a does, sponge? No. Well, it, it, it soaks it up like a sponge in the wrong way, like... Like, if you got a hardwood floor, it just sort of wicks off, and then, and I have carpet, and the carpet is soaked through, okay? And then you pull your pants on, and it's all, like, soupy. Oh, yeah. I, I did it, I, I guess I peed twice, so I didn't pee that much, but the first time I did a great job of, like, drip dropping. Drip dropping? Drip dropping. <laughs> is that, like, an L.A. thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, letting it all dry uh, before I pulled up my panties. <laughs> oh, that's an LA thing. Um, <laughs> sure. uh, but the you didn't, you didn't have not... panties when you lived in the Midwest, okay? What? You, you, I said you didn't have panties when you lived in the Midwest. You had britches, I think. <laughs> yes, britches. Uh, I, the second time, I, they, they very much just acted as the toilet paper. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I didn't, did not care for it. That, but I suppose that's a good thing, because I'm the, like, least, I'm the mo- least hairy, most, most hairless I have been in my whole life, because I just shave all the time, because I have so much time <laughs> well, on my yeah, hands. Well, yeah, we got the, I get time now. Yeah, and it just, it did just fly right off. I've been doing the opposite. I've been I've been letting everything go, so I'm growing my armpits out, and my pubes are taking over my, the tops of my thighs. Are they still cutting up your underwear? Yeah. Excuse me, your panties. <laughs> yeah, my, dude, panties do not stand a chance. It's it's so wiry. I just somebody was telling me maybe I could use like beard beard balm or something to try to like tame it i don't get it oh but... yeah that would be fun or to like style it well let's not get because honestly <laughs> see you're you're coming up with like fun little ideas but Do, I, like, a this French is like spray. an actual problem for me because <laughs> it's like you know when you put your hair in a ponytail and then it like hurts because it like went the wrong direction oh yeah that happens in my vagina yeah of course it does So, at our live show, we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting stories, and these are some of those stories. And I have to, I have to read them all to Neve. Okay. <clears throat> all right. One time, 
One time making out with a guy, he burps into my mouth. <laughs> and maybe that doesn't sound that gross, but remember how, but I but remembering how it felt and tasted, it was gross. And I know exactly what that is like cuz that happened to me. Well, you also burp constantly, so I kind of feel like That's true, but not in a mouth. Into my, my open mouth. <laughs> well, maybe like just a little like just a little, like, a little got in, but, like, <laughs> I I know I've told this story on the podcast before, but it was kind of a defining moment of my life when my high school boyfriend, we were making out in his car, and he burped into my mouth, and then the thing you, is it that, like, you know when you're, you're, like, young and you're, like, it's, like, so embarrassing that it's easier to just not say a single thing and pretend it didn't happen so we both pretended it didn't happen and we just oh, yeah. continued making out and the burp got like passed back and forth <laughs> so it was so gross i think he was eating like onions or something i feel like people still like most people still do that like most not so burp in each other's mouths but most <laughs> people would rather ignore something than address it and i like can't i'm glad that i've gotten to a point where i can't live like that anymore yeah i am um, and I'll even, <laughs> I can't help it. I always go, did you fart? <laughs> like, I don't even let it slide if they, if they want to. I'm like, that's disgusting. Did you fart in my car? <laughs> I have a friend who will, I feel, uh, maybe I've been talking about this last time, but if he's like, if we're outside and he's like farting, he'll like walk a little bit away from me as we're talking to like fart, but he always makes eye contact the entire time. Ew, like a dog. Yeah, exactly like a dog, and his face, his eyes change like a dog, and I know exactly <laughs> what he's doing, and I'm like, this doesn't, you know, you just, like, have to say, I have to go fart. Like, don't, like, try and continue the conversation, because I will stop it every time and be like, are you farting? I I have two people in my life, and Toller is one of them, they'll p- pick their nose and stare me in the eye. <laughs> and if it does feel like a weird power move, because, like, I'm the one that has to look away, and you're the one rooting around in your nose yeah I guess it is like well I don't know I think in this case in my case it's like I won't notice if you like keep talking and like making (laughs) overcompensating with eye contact or something (laughs) but with like the booger picking it's like yeah I know I'm doing this and you're gonna watch it (laughs) it's like um remember in um we need to talk about Kevin no I was, I was too scared to watch it. Oh, well, okay. We need to talk about Kevin. Spoiler. Is that what it's called? Am I saying it? It's hard when it's a whole sentence. It's we, need, it's we need to talk about Kevin. Okay, good. Well, there's this scene where um, Tilda Swinton catches him jacking off, and he, like, looks at her, and he keeps going. Uh, and that's what it's like if you pick your nose and you look at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that. <laughs> uh, but with the burp thing, that's also funny, because I was looking at my notes to try and see if I had written down any, like, lady-like stories to tell in my notes on my phone. And I had, like, some, like, dated 2014, like, potential stand-up that I didn't remember this, but I wrote down a note of being, like, the guy in college who smelled and tasted so bad that I was, like, to the point... I was like, are you doing this on purpose so, like, I won't like you? <laughs> because it's, like, not working. It tastes like old, like, rotten mayo because you eat, like, vending machine sandwiches from the library and not 
brush his teeth after. (laughs) You knew that. I told you that. I I don't think I did know that. It was, like, so sour. (laughs) And I didn't care. That's what's extra gross. What? I have no self-respect. I feel like if somebody eats onions, that's always one where I'm like, I know you can't tell that you taste like an onion, but it's so pungent. Ugh. Okay. Um, <laughs> everyone's bodies are disgusting, but mine. Yeah, so everyone's hard. disgusting. <laughs> I'm not disgusting at all. Um, okay. I, um, okay, here's another one. I had a haunted vibrator once. It never turned off, or it'd turn off random or turn on randomly. Can't tell which is worse. Got rid of it uh, while it was vibrating. Threw it in the dumpster, and the whole thing shook. <laughs> a month later, I heard a vibrating noise coming from my pillow. It was the haunted vibrator. Just kidding. It was my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I. I- would get rid of that immediately that would be terrifying oh i know i did i had to do a big test a big sound test with when i got a new one where i like put it in my room and i turned it on and i went outside and i shut the door and i was completely silent in the house i was like trying to see if i could hear it and i couldn't hear it but i still don't trust that no one can hear it me either because it's just so dead silent like our walls are paper thin, so I just feel like you must be able to, or, like, feel the vibration. I know, it's also, like, vibrations are different than, like, sound, where it's, like, sometimes, like, a, like a loud sound and a, you know what I mean? Like, it carries the, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's why I've never, have you traveled with vibrators? No, I always want, well, I always forget is mostly the problem. Whenever I whenever I uh, do the club in Madison and you get a hotel room, I, I'm I'm always like, oh hell yeah, I'm packing the I'm packing the vibrator and the charger. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run out of juice. <laughs> yeah, I almost it makes me want to get one with batteries, like for that reason. What do you mean? So you just take the charger? you can take the batteries out, so you don't have to worry about it starting if you're like oh. with it or something. Oh, I don't I don't worry about it starting, but the one I have is like, I think it's so weird because it's like. It's, like, um, advertised as being, like, discreet because it's really small, but then it lights up. <laughs> With some, like, what, is it, what shape is it? Is it, it just, looks like, like, a piece of, it looks like a chapstick. Is it really small? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I was the least intimidated by that one, that's why I got it. Yeah, I, uh, started off with a, uh... Like a massage, like a body massager <laughs> that everyone uses as a vibrator, but like it's not advertised as such. Wait, and then that I really, like, is it the? Uh, it's not like the like the like OG one, right? That you plug into the wall. Yes, that's it. Oh, but I've heard. No, I've heard it's that not. That was, I don't. <laughs> oh damn it! Because if I didn't have roommates, I've heard that one's amazing, but that it sounds like a like a jet plane. <laughs> Like, it sounds like something turned the dryer on. <laughs> I mean, so. that is super nice now that I don't have to worry about the sound uh, at all. I would get one to, that you plug into the wall. Yeah. And I would have uh, a little station where I would just, I would have, like, a gu- guitar stand. <laughs> I would just have it <laughs> in the corner of my house. <laughs> Actually, that's been nice, too. I just, like, sometimes I just have it out on the couch. Oh, yeah. I usually, I, I put it down, like, on a Kleenex or something, though. I'm not 
disgusting. <laughs> you have a little, you have a little picnic blanket for it this Yeah, <laughs> dress it up in a little bow. Um, but yeah, then I graduated to uh, like I guess it's like a rabbit or fake rabbit. Oh wow, uh, I've heard about those too. But it's like I. It's like really, it's a really bad one. It's like the cheapest one you could possibly get. So now, <laughs> it's especially like the, the in these squirrel. Times, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the possum. In, in these times, I'm like, this is when to graduate. Too. Oh yeah. There's one that's like a payment plan because it's so expensive. I was gonna say that's the thing is the good ones are really expensive. <laughs> yeah, but like probably worth it. But then also not because it's like you don't want the best sex you can have to be with. A piece of machinery. I'm fine with it now. At this, point. <laughs> <laughs> this one, the one that I looked up, I'm pretty sure is something like insane. Like it's penetrative, but then the other part, the like clitoral stimulation part, doesn't actually touch. It just like sends waves or something what? wild. I'll look it up. I'll send it to you. <laughs> I just think it's it like a that laser gun. Like, men have so many options for flashlights, as we discovered. I think, yeah, we did. For the listeners, we had a night where we went down a deep... I looked at every image of of a flashlight on the internet, I think. (laughs) And I was mostly upset to find out that you can have a flashlight right on the end of a severed foot. Yes. Oh, did I tell you that that was invented by... Wait... Okay, I'm getting all turned around. Uh, My friend sent me a video, like a Vice thing, of the first ever male sex doll, which was only made in like the last two years or something insane. And it was made here. And I was watching this video, and they invented that. This company who invented the first male sex doll, they invented the vajankle. And they call it a vajankle. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it was because someone asked they wanted to have a severed foot and they wanted a vagina in the ankle god so that one that we found was real but that real severed foot but the fleshlight where it was a real product (laughs) (laughs) but the fleshlight where um it was sonic the hedgehog's mouth that one wasn't real was it (laughs) no that was definitely not and it had the little teeth yeah, the teeth were the most terrifying part. But in a weird way, it did make me want to watch Sonic. Oh. <laughs> I, well, I won't kink shame you for that, but it's very shameful. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I have one more. I was playing piano and I had a sharp pain in my stomach. I thought my appendix had burst. I went to the hospital and it turned... Out, gas had accumulated in my stomach because I didn't fart enough. Always fart, no matter what. And I read that one because... something that could happen to you. I was going to say, well, we both had a very similar scare during the... During quarantine, where I had gas so bad, I thought I was sick. Yeah, and I actually almost died. Yeah, I was... I mean... (laughs) It's it's like... it, It really did hurt in a way where I was like... Should I go to the doctor even like now? But I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And also, what a really embarrassing way to die, though. Oh my god, I know. Well, also, that's even like, to get there and for them to be like, 
no, you just, no, yeah, it's just, nope, just farts, so. Yeah. <laughs> farts I, are supposed to be whimsical and silly. dying on the toilet. <laughs> and, like, the amount of time, I mean, that's not my biggest fear, but that's, like, the way I would want to die at least. <laughs> is on the toilet. Uh, like Elvis. See, there you go, there's a burp. Oh, there it is. I probably do one per episode. <laughs> and they're so wet for the sick freaks that like it yeah yeah they are wet I know they're kind of like it's, they sound like uh, Barney from the Simpsons <laughs> I'm not familiar oh well he also burped oh my god like you me. passed a burp onto me again hold on there's a little baby guy oh he got stuck <laughs> listen oh, if you're no, trying to I impress it. me it's not working <laughs> what said so if you're trying to impress me it's not working so <laughs> Mine was just a little cute guy. It was just a little sexy burp. I can't help it. My burps are so cute. <laughs> oh, I'm a little girl. I can't burp. <laughs> <laughs> like your stupid sneezes. I guess my boobs hold the burps in. <laughs> Have you had a whole piece of gum recently? Oh, shut up. I don't do it. I don't do it because I'm dainty. I do it because I want to conserve gum. <laughs> gum doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> Our live story comes from Ruby McAllister. You can see Ruby on the HBO series High Maintenance, and this was recorded in January of 2019. Here's Ruby McAllister. Hello, everyone. How are you feeling? Great. Vaginas are I have one and therefore I have stories. <laughs> now the first time um let's begin. We're just gonna we're gonna sort of we're gonna have sort of a non-linear narrative this evening because <laughs> I had um a French boyfriend in college that sort of began a, a, a series of trials with my vaginal pH. Um, <laughs> namely because, and you know, people are sort of saying like, a hot topic or might be sexism, <laughs> you know? Where does it begin? Where does it end? <laughs> On that MLK day, fucking say that now, like, whatever. Um, no, but if you date a French young lad, and he, I was dating him, we were 19 when I met him, and he had sort of, he was very shirtless at the time. <laughs> and I had met him after he had broken up with his. 30-year-old girlfriend, which at the time I was like, <laughs> was like, that's on. Yeah. Um, he had just broken up with his 30-year-old French girlfriend named Lou. <laughs> Literally, can you imagine? Like, you're trying to date someone and they say, I just broke up with a 30-year-old woman, full-blown woman, named Lou. Like, my mind is boggled already. Um, and he was engaged to Lou. So I was the second 
And I was the second runner-up. I was the next performer after, like, on the lineup of this French person's sexual partner list after Lou, the skinny, blonde, fully woman, realized, like, like, that's how I sort of imagined this woman, sort of like, and I was like, and then it's like, next up is Ruby. Engaged, put a ring on. He put a ring on that, you know? So I was like struggling, you know, just to keep up, you know, just with this fast sort of European crowd. Um, and, and we're, again, back to the sexism thing, we wonder what is sexism, right? And it's sort of when men think that sex should be sort of like easy and pleasurable. I just sort of go like, ho, like, like, and then go like, hey, ho, and then leave, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, he would tell me stories about, like, Lou, oh, oh, oh. And he told me this story about, he was fucking her, <laughs> like, in the south of France. <laughs> and then he decided in the moment of passion, because love is like a drug, he would say. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he took a wine bottle, put it inside of this woman's body. Right. No, this is not like a fatty arbuckle story. Nobody knows that reference. That's two people in the room. That's not a fatty arbuckle. That's a reference from 
chronic hobbling of like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, couldn't walk every day, couldn't walk. Um, you know, used a bunch of Zeta Then I went to a doctor, and um, this cool doctor, her name was like, her name was like Stacy. I don't know, that, like, that's not a cool name. What's her name? Emily. Her name's like Emily. <laughs> New York doctor, very, very cool. Very, very cool New York gynecologist. Sort of like, you know, she, you're like in an office. It's like a type of doctor where you're in their office and you're like, hey, like, these paintings are really cool. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I painted those. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh. And you like knock into a beautiful photograph. I'm like, hey, that photograph's really evocative. And then she's like, yeah, that's, that's so funny. It's when I was doing um, sort of free abortion work in Nicaragua. You know, seriously, I was like, okay, my vagina just dropped. <laughs> like, please help me now. Um, and she painted, this gorgeous sort of painter gynecologist actually painted my vagina. <laughs> she did. With natural, and ladies, get your notebooks out, natural violet pigment. Because I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Because we're talking about Fenu Greek. Bless performer, Fenu Greek yogurt, garlic, but that I've been there, I've been all the way around, I've been to every, you know. But natural violet pigment is natural, antifungal and antibacterial. Is that amazing? Give it up for natural violet pigment. Purple pushy. As a receptacle of this Frenchman's sexual obsession with me. <laughs> anyway, so we've all, I've already been there, we've been there, you know. It only took until my abortion four years ago, not joking. I had to get my uterus vacuumed <laughs> for my bowel movements to get regular. <laughs> Miracle. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thanks a lot, thank you. And for my BV to disappear, I'm not joking. I had an abortion four years ago. Completely caught, I was completely awake for it, by the way. Give it up for me. <laughs> Woke up next time. <laughs> Infection, gone. <laughs> Bowel movements, regular. Stay up my life, man! You know, like, I wasn't like, oh! You know, like I was literally like, this works. Like I'm like, sign me up. Like what in all the fuck? I was pregnant, and I had it at the time different boyfriend. You know, like I'm on the town, ladies and gentlemen. I can't get new me, new man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at the time, he was catatonically depressed. And I, does everybody know what catatonically depressed is? Because I didn't, even when I was dating someone with who <laughs> was like a person that would just walk and just say nothing to me for four hours. And I was just like, oh, he's angry at his dad. Oh, he's really angry. You know, it's like, oh, he must be really sort of working some childhood issues out just but said nothing to me for four hours. 
I didn't put it together. Um, and I was with him at the time, and the moment I knew I was pregnant was when I realized I was compulsively watching the movie Chasing Amy. <laughs> when I knew it was like something sexual <laughs> like he's a Bruin you know it's like does everybody know the movie Chasing Amy the lesbian that turns straight for what's who Ben Affleck who's a comic book seller in Hoboken New Jersey and she really 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 likes him but he just can't cut it to be the man she needs. Awful. And I was like, <laughs> like in every day on the couch, I was like, <laughs> get me to chasing Amy. <laughs> I thought it was the truest story of all time. Okay, I'm coming through, hot coming through, pregnant lady coming through. Um, yeah, couldn't drink coffee. Another sign. Hated the smell of garlic. What? <laughs> you know this bitch loves garlic. Um, I'm addicted to Europeans. How could I not love garlic? Um, but I sucked that fucker out and I'm literally better for it. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Neve O'Neill Colhane. My TikTok is <laughs> at, at O'Neill Colhane. I have 23 followers. Oh, yeah. um, would like to pump that up. Actually, I did finally, I did this Mars thing. All my, all my apps are the same now. So everything is Twitter, Insta, TikTok are all O'Neill Colhane. You should spell that for people, though. That is O, N is in Nancy, E, I, L, Larry, L, Larry. <laughs> is this helpful? I <laughs> never have you, Larry and Larry. U, <laughs> <laughs> L, Larry, H, Harry, A, Apple, and Nancy, E, Edward. Okay. So that was pretty clear, I think. That's enough. I think they've yeah, definitely got it. Enough. And they're definitely going to go through the trouble of looking that up to follow me. You've made your point. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. The live show is produced by myself, Lucia Whalen, and Elise Fernandez. And the theme song is from Natalie Grace Alford. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.